0: Hey, what's up? It's Fuel Your Life Friday. Let's go. Woo, I can't believe it's Friday already. I hope everyone who celebrates Christmas or Hanukkah had an amazing and blessed time celebrating. Now that we're approaching the weekend before New Year's, I just can't even believe it. This is the very last weekend of 2019. It's so crazy to me because not only is it just the end of a year, It's the end of a decade, and I swear, the millennium just started, like, last year. But before we enter this new year and a new decade, I think it's important that we cleanse our lives in ways that will help us elevate higher ongoing. So we have to make space for the new by saying goodbye to the old. I think we all know that's kind of a golden rule, right? So this weekend, while you're enjoying some downtime before the next go-round of celebrations, try one or all of these actionable tips to help you walk into 2020 feeling better. So here are five areas of your life that I think you should cleanse before the new year. Number one is cleansing your physical space. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with all the stuff that you just got, whether it be yours, your partner's, or even your kids, cleansing your space is a great place to start. If you remember last month we had feng shui expert Patricia Lohan on the show and she touched on just how important the physical space is for our mental health. It really is a balance between the two and it can can affect each other. So if you have a messy space it is likely affecting you mentally and emotionally. You know I found personally that it's best to go Room by room, it can be super overwhelming if you think of your house as a whole. So, start in just one room maybe it's your bedroom, wherever you spend the most time in. Uh, My system, personally, for clothes, if I haven't worn it in the past year and I'm not going to wear it in the next month, I got to get rid of it. And for items that I haven't used in the past six months, and these are just you know, the everyday items that you might find in your junk drawer or pushed away in a basket somewhere. If I haven't used them in six months, it's got to go. Recently, I got rid of three boxes from high school and college of just stuff. I mean, guys, it was so much obnoxious things in there. I couldn't even believe it. And I have been out of high school and college for over 10 years. I mean, I'm kind of closer to 15 years on high school now than than 10 and it felt so amazing to just let the things go that no longer represent the person that I am today. And of course I did hold on to some things but for the most part I didn't need nor want the other things. Number two, clean out your phone and computer. My sister once told me that she had something like, I don't know, 14,000 pictures on her phone. And I got anxiety for her. Something I do that I love that keeps my photo albums fresh on my phone is I actually back up all of my pictures on the cloud. But I do so in organized files. So I personally prefer Dropbox. And I'll link it in the episode notes if you want to try it out. But what I do is I create a folder that's labeled with the year. Within that folder, there are subfolders. Usually, the subfolders are things like holidays or my kid's name or other notable event that happened throughout the year. Now, if you click on, say, my daughter Callie's folder, you will then find a folder that says kindergarten within it. Within that, you will see folders such as field trip, first day of school, curriculum day, etc. Now, those folders actually house the photos that were once on my phone. Once I upload them to Dropbox, I take them off my phone. Typically, I aim to have about a thousand photos on my phone at one time, but if I ever need to find a photo, I don't have to endlessly scroll to find it. I just use my folder system, and it keeps me organized to find it with ease. Folders and Dropbox and all of that jazz just isn't how you like to roll, Start simple and just go through your screenshots folder, delete any photos in there you don't need, and then move on to your videos folder and so forth. Also, go through and organize your phone. Recently had to do this for a certain someone too. Just arrange your icons and your app so it's more visually appealing. Delete any apps that you don't use and make sure that your phone software is up to date. On your computer do the same thing with your files organize and delete anything you no longer need and be sure to unsubscribe or cancel any programs that you're no longer actively using speaking of unsubscribe this leads me to number three take some time and go through your emails and unsubscribe to emails that you no longer open if you find yourself just clicking delete more than open just do that company a favor and unsubscribe I can tell you as a business owner, I don't get salty over an unsubscribe. (laughs) Companies have to pay to have you on their email list. And if you're not actively opening their emails or purchasing from them, do them a favor and do yourself a favor by getting the clutter out of your email and unsubscribe. There is a really cool program called Un.Roll. It's amazing. It helps you just unsubscribe unsubscribe. um, I say that in air quotes. You couldn't see me, but I did it. Um, It helps you unsubscribe from companies almost in bulk. We're staying in the realm of technology with this next one. Number four is all about your social media. Unfollow people who just aren't adding any value to your life, regardless if it's emotional value, intellectual, spiritual, whatever. If you consistently see a Debbie Downer on your newsfeed, unfollow them. If you're following someone who is only posting political news and political news tends to trigger you, unfollow them. About two years ago, I unfollowed tabloids, celebrity gossip pages, and a bunch of news channels that just weren't adding any value to my life. I noticed a huge improvement on my news feed as I was seeing more enlightening posts and less gossip and dramatics. We have the power to choose who we follow. Use that power wisely. Number five, cleanse your energy. I am an energy first type of person. I can feel when there's a bad energy around me and I can also feel when my own energy is off. Cleansing your own personal energy or the energy of your space can be done in multiple ways with numerous different modalities. One easy way that I like to kind of cleanse my energy, I do this weekly, sometimes twice a week, is with a salt bath. Salt is a very powerful mineral. Add a healthy amount of Epsom salt or sea salt to your bath water and soak away the negativity. Now, if you really want to level up and cleanse your energy, I suggest having an energy healing session done with a Reiki master. I know a few of them. I am happy to connect you if you need a connection. So what about your physical space? Now, We already talked about cleansing your physical space out with stuff, right? But... Smudging your space by burning sage or another type of incense of your choice, whatever you choose, is one of the most popular forms of energetic cleansing. All you do is just move throughout your home, letting the smoke touch each of the corners and doorways, open up the doors and windows, and visualize any negativity leaving the space. Cleansing your physical space, your mental space, your digital space, your energetic space. All of this can help to shift the subtle energies, allowing better flow and balance to return to your life. Be sure to put forth some of these tips before you ring in the new year, and if you do, share them with me. Share that you're listening to this episode on social media, and I will reshare it with our community for all to see. I am everywhere on social media at MindBizLife. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you tune in and turn it up. That's all for today. I'll see you next week. Until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.